You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. RJ, we were just talking about the AFC North, so let's stick in the AFC North because you want to mention the Cincinnati Bengals. I do. Um, are either of you, I believe Stats is not, a fan of the television show Community that was on NBC once upon a time, BLG. Yeah. I thought I thought you were my better chance here. Looks like no. Um, I've seen it, but it's okay. been a while. I said looks like, and ECR agrees because he watches all these episodes. But um, So there is an episode of Community Season 3, Episode 4, very well known, called Remedial Chaos Theory. And in the episode, it's a group of friends. Uh, there's seven of them. And they've ordered a pizza. They're hanging out at somebody's apartment. Uh, the doorbell rings. Nobody wants to go get the pizza. So one person grabs a dice because they're playing some board games. And he numbers everybody. One, two, three, four, five, six. He says, I'm going to roll the dice. And whatever number it lands on, if it's you, you have to go downstairs and get the pizza. And the super existential thinking person of the group, his name is Abed, says, wait a minute. You've just created six different timelines of life where, you know, we all go down. And so the episode explores all of the different timelines where each person leaves and, and the ensuing conversations that happen. It's really great. Um, I believe that the Cincinnati Bengals have uncovered their own remedial chaos theory, and it started with the fifth overall pick. Um, I know our friends at Cincy Jungle have uh, been debating this for a long time, and this this pick really will determine who Joe Burrow is for them. They passed on Panay Sewell, obviously, in the name of Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow's buddy from LSU. And I, I think it's about more than that. I don't want to belittle the point to just say it's his friend. Um, but this this is a really franchise-defining you know, decision that they made. And do we think they made the right one? This is honestly, outside of Trevor Lawrence, the, the biggest pick made in the draft, I believe, because it's an exacerbation of last year's number one overall pick. I like Jamar Chase. And I think in this era of the NFL, maybe more than ever, you kind of have to keep your quarterback happy. Like you kind of have to actually like do the things you want, especially if you want to keep them around or else as we seen in different situations, Russell Wilson and Rogers, Carson Wentz, like quarterbacks want out if they don't really get what they want. So uh, I get all that, but it's the wrong pick. I mean, right. you have to build through the chances. Penis, look, Joe Burrow got killed last year. He's not going to be necessarily 100% at the start of this year. We don't even know, I guess, if he's like 100% starting week one because he got destroyed behind a terrible offensive line. I get they made some additions. They signed Riley Reef in free agency. But like, that's not going to cut it. That's not a long-term solution. That's, that's a like a Band-Aid. It's a stopgap. So I would have taken Sewell. I like Chase. It's nothing against him. I think he's going to be a really nice player. And I get that they have the connection and everything, but I think like fundamentally, this is not how you build a winning football team. I totally agree, BLG. To me, I know it's not sexy, but the offensive line, number one, if you look back historically, your chances of hitting on an offensive lineman in the first round are way better than your chances of hitting on a wide receiver. That's just a pure fact. The, the I think it's like 60% of offensive linemen in the first round sign a second contract with the team that drafted them and wide receivers down at like 18% or something. It's crazy. But also, 
I like Cincinnati's receivers already before this. Like, I don't think they were bad at all. Offensive line helps every other position. It's going to make the receivers that you already have better because Burrow's going to have time to throw. It's going to make Joe Mixon better because he's going to have more lanes to run in. Like, I thought it was obvious what Cincinnati could do, especially because if you still want a wide receiver, you can take one later in the draft. We've seen guys go in the second and third round recently that are very productive. So to me, I get the temptation. It's much sexier to pick a wide receiver. You reunite Joe Burrow, all that stuff. But I think they made the wrong choice. I think this is a symptom of, and I can't wait to talk about the Bears tomorrow with you guys because I think we'll have a similar take, um, sort of future spoiler alert. But this this is what happens when you have a head coach who's on the hot seat, right? Like Zach Taylor is number one, right? If we power ranked NFL coaches on the hot seat. And this is a, let me get a name in here that all the fans are going to love uh, because it's it's the more reckless pick. And that's really unfair to Jamar Chase. And maybe he, he winds up being the best receiver in this class. But it's very possible, like even right now, that he's not the best receiver receiver in this class versus Sewell, who is already inarguably the best tackle prospect from the class. And I know that the Bengals doubled down on tackles later on in the class, but I just the the alternate reality where Joe Burrow has Panay Sewell is is a much better one for the Bengals franchise as a whole. If if you know if we're also power ranking really bad things, the Lions are the candidates to have the number one overall pick next year, right? Arbitrary quarterback X that goes there. I think is already set up better for success than Joe Burrow is in Cincinnati in what will be entering year three with or without his buddy from college being his star wide receiver. It's um, I'm disappointed in the Bengals. Ultimately, I, I hope I hope we're all wrong just because, you know, we all want to see players do well. But but this feels like it was uh, it was the wrong decision to make. Especially in a year that was said to be like and, and was, I feel like, deep at receiver. Like you, it wasn't like, oh, there's no receiver talent this year. You got to get a guy early. I mean, they could have, you, you want to reunite LSU receiver too with quarterback. I mean, Terrace Marshall, they could have gotten him in the second round after taking, you know, uh, Sewell in the first round. And like Stat said, I was absolutely going to bring up, they have Tyler Board. Boyd, they have T. Higgins, um, like Auden Tate. They have, they have guys there at receiver. They're not barren at all. It just feels like a forced pick. I get like the idea of best player available. If you truly feel like Jamar Chase is an elite prospect and you can't miss him, then I, I get that theory. But I, I really just don't think that was the case. And I think you have to consider positional value. And I think they eschewed that to their dismay. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.